0: Everywhere. um ian is not here and we won a <laughs> game <again>, a match
1: <laughs>
0: imagine my shock
1: well which i is, mean uh, we, we uh, all know that ian yeah. is the is, is the bad luck charm of the game of the team so every time he's not around we happen to do well and when he's actually at the matches in person you know the worst things usually happen so i think i think we may have to to make sure ian is the fan what's the team from um uh that show again uh the show that he loves so much he was wearing a jersey last week ted lasso yeah that's gonna be his team
0: juventus probably
1: Mm -hmm. all right guys uh welcome to the brothers of the world you know i'm taking the lead a little bit today because bristol's having some technical difficulties he's making me talk more which uh We'll find out how good I do, and you guys can tell me. Uh, I want to first start by introduce our guest today. Uh, we have a guy that we you guys may know from Twitter, Joe. Um, I think uh, your your Twitter handle is Average Joe, correct?
2: Yeah, Average Joe seven underscore seventeen.
1: Average underscore 17. I'm sure you guys know him on Inter Twitter. Personally, for me, that's a guy that I—that's a follow. That's one of my favorite follows. His takes are always great, whether I agree with them or not. He always puts them out very well, and you can tell he knows the team and he knows ball in general. I'm sure we're gonna have a great episode with Joe. Um, good to have you, Joe. Well,
2: thank you very much for having me. It's an honor.
1: All right, hey, Risto, um, Let's let's hear you for a little bit. Let's see if you are out in the, out of the matrix or not.
0: I've always been out of the Matrix, especially when Inter wins, you know, when Inter wins, I'm here, when Inter loses, I'm the biggest <laughs> hater there is on the planet.
1: I was talking, I was actually talking about the static, that's what I meant by the Matrix, I meant the static on your mic. And um, from from the intro we got you are kind of halfway in the Matrix and halfway out, you'll fighting your way out. <laughs> we can
2: understand you, you're all good
1: we we can we can all right let's let's get right into it then man um let's talk about the 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 match the the A opener we'll do of course some mercado talk and talk about the rivals a little bit but mainly let's focus on our team um first match of the season at home to Monza um we had a well i'll say a quite comfortable two two nil win um of course of course there were some scary moments and we did uh take some time to 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 get that, that second goal to kill off the match um i'll start with you joe tell me uh, how do you feel about the first of all having Seriot back having
2: enter back and tell me your thoughts on the match oh it was the match itself was fun obviously having Seriot back is great but the match was so just it's everything you could have asked for from an opening match um it the excitement was there From the, fa- the fans were great at Sancero. Um The every debutant was fantastic. Um, the from start to finish, the defending was excellent. I don't really recall one clear cut chance that Monza had. Um, maybe a couple moments that were scary, but other than that, it was pretty, pretty good. The, the shooting was the only thing that was probably a negative especially from outside the box. But other than that, I loved it. It was I had such a blast watching that yesterday. I don't know about you, Dave.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Risto, you want to give us your thoughts and then I'll go after you?
0: It was a really, really good match, to be quite honest. We had so many chances. We were shooting a lot. As Joe said, I think the biggest problem we had yesterday is that we were quite ineffective. And we've seen less and less shots on target. But at least there's an initiative. I know it's the first game of the season. The team has been uh, with each other for a month. Uh, some most of the players that came in are less than a month uh, within the club, and I think it's going to get better and better. And well, we'll talk about the match about about the, about the match uh, more in the next few minutes. But what were your thoughts uh, in general about the match yesterday?
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Personally, yeah, I'll I'll pick it back off of both of you guys. Um, what you guys said. First off, I was um excited to actually have a match to watch. Not only a match to watch, but a match a match that counts to watch. Uh, because the last couple of weeks of the Mercado have been uh, quite a quite of like probably a nightmare for us personally. You know, um, seeing Skamaka go from Skamaka to Arnautovic, which we'll we'll talk about um a little later about, and um also with I know a lot of us wanted him and seeing us go from potentially having him to settling for Sensi, which we know what the issue is with that guy. You know, um, as far as the Mercado goes, we were taking some else. So it was good to actually have some football coming in. So I was excited for that. And the match itself, um, as, as you guys said, it was like a perfect movie, a perfect script. Everything you wanted to happen on the first match of the season it happened. Uh, lotaro newly crowned uh, captain, two goals uh turam uh first start with us of course he didn't score or had an assist but he played very very fluently he he looked like he, he belonged in the team um playing one touch passes come um combining very well with uh lotaro and also demarco on that left side i think the goals will come for him um and we also had Arnatovich. What a way to make a, a, a de- debut! You know, he comes in and um, as a sub uh, shortly after he creates that second goal. And also, he had a couple moments where he could have created a third or even a fourth goal for us as well. Um, we can talk about him a little more. Um, but in general, yeah, the match for me, it was, it was a, a very good start. And um, to think that we have help on the way, fingers crossed, with a potentially Pavar. And um, let's let's see, man. Sky's sky's the limit. As I'm watching the Juventus game right now, because we have to keep an eye on the rivals. Um, so here's my question. Let's let's talk about Arnautovic. Since um, personally, for me, I can't speak for everybody. Um, it, I was disappointed, of course, to see that that's the name that we actually ended up signing. Uh, When we talk, when we think about the names that we flirted with over the summer, starting with Lukaku to go to Skamaka and then Balogun, And um, I'm not sure if I'm missing anybody. And then we ended up with Arnautovic. That's one thing that was my feeling from him. And then actually seeing him play yesterday, uh, creating that goal with Lotaro and seeing how he can potentially fit in in our system. I'm having good vibes and good feelings. How, How do you feel Joe? I'll start with you.
2: Well, I think he couldn't have had a better debut. Um, when he signed, my perspective was a bit more complicated. So I was in favor of him signing. If we got a top class defender now, fingers crossed, we will, but you couldn't say that for sure at the time, there was a lot of speculation about interest market would be closed after this and blah, blah, blah. Right. So that was my perspective on our knowledge, which I always thought he'd be a useful signing. Um, as to whether he was the best we could get, absolutely not. Obviously, you had names like Balogun, Skamaka. Yeah. But in the end, if you're not convinced or you can't afford the names that you want, it's best to change strategy in that scenario. And I kind of understand that. And Arnault's pitch, in my opinion, very useful. Um, He... It doesn't just contribute goals. We saw his strength yesterday. The flick, the flick, oh, the flick, the flick he had was just amazing. Yes. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, I again, I'll, I preface the signing with I like it if the defender is good.
1: No, that's that's very, very, very well said. Um, and again, like that's 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 a thoughtful that's a thoughtful perspective. Uh, I, I'll say that I'm guilty of it as as of as as are most of us. Um, reacting right away in the moment like the, the minute we saw that okay we're getting or not that was probably it as far as strikers that we're going to get which is probably not even true um I was like oh my god what we're we doing the sky is falling um Skamaka at least he's young he had potential of probably earning 20 goals Lukaku we know he's good for 20 goals in the league you know um whatever the case may be but seeing that we went with Arnautovic and we also switched strategy to a point where we're bidding 30 million plus for Pavard that tells me that okay you know what is it is what you said like okay maybe we can't get a top class striker but we're going to switch strategy and invest that money into a top class defender which is a guy that personally um, we spoke about him a little bit um on on uh, last week's podcast Pavard, I call them uh, a Richmond's man's D'Ambrosio, not D'Ambrosio, a uh, Darmian, and uh, we will talk. We will touch on that a little bit more, but I want to hear Risto's touch a little bit. Risto, we were talking about um, Uh What are your thoughts on, first, what was your reaction on him being the striker we ended up getting this summer, and second, um, has his performance yesterday changed your perspective anyway? I think it's a valid question. Uh, we've seen
0: a lot of players and a lot of strikers being uh, linked to Inter in the past, I, I would say, two and a half months, uh, especially oh. since the, the Champions League final. Yeah. I've been pretty on and off with the signings and the, the links that were potential to come to Inter. Yeah. But to be quite honest, I <clears> am <throat> um, I would say I'm not thrilled with uh, Arnutovic but as you and I pointed out and even Ian and out even last week or you no know, in the in the past few years that we have been recording, as long as Marota is here, I have fully trust in the team. Whoever is signed, whoever goes out of the club, I, I trust him. We've seen <clears throat> Icardi being replaced. Probably the best striker we've had in the past, I don't know, 10 years, 13 years since Milito. Yeah. We have replaced him successfully. We signed Lukaku and sold him for a record sum for Inter. So Arnutovic may not be the sexiest signings as it was the case with Jako. Uh, I think they're very similar in the sense of uh, Inter signing a Serie A proven players. The only concern I have with Arnutovic is his injury vows last season. He has started only 18 games, but he scored 10 goals. From what we've seen yesterday, it's not going to be him full time, but him coming in and being the hold-up striker that we desperately need. I think Jecko was uh,
1: decent last season, but he was not on par as he, as he was the season prior. Okay, um, wait, I can't I can't let you let you go too far because you brought up a very interesting point. Let's let's expand on that a little bit, because um, from from my perspective. Um, uh, as we we discussed strikers a couple of episodes ago um and the main reason why i won this kamaka over balogun and whoever else is because of the profiles that we already have in lotaro and turam and even korea if you want to count him uh i hope you come back very soon and you hear me so um yeah um the profile the profi- okay perfect the profiles that we had um i felt like that kind ca- the kamaka type of striker was the profile that we should have definitely brought in, which is that that player that Lotaro can play off of, um, Suram can play off of, Korea could play off of. And for that reason, I'm thinking that Arnautovic is probably, the way I look at it, his, he should be the main guy uh, that we play in most games and we should be thinking about who's going to partner him. That's how I look at it. And of course, his age and his Injury record suggests that 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 may not happen. What do you guys think about that? Do You guys feel like because here's my reason because my, my I feel like um Taramo Lotaro L- 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 or Lotaro Correa that's not going to work against the top teams of the league like the the better defenses, the teams that can that can have physical defenders to press us. L- T- you can't rely on Lotaro to be your main guy playing back to goal with his hold up play. Uh, what do you guys feel about that?
2: here so you want to take this first or should I you should
0: I think I want to hear your opinions
2: okay so in my opinion Charam I have a much higher I have much higher hopes of Charam than many people do Uh people need to understand last season was his first as a number nine yeah before that he was a winger completely exclusively a winger on the left um so he he made adjustments and he 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 did quite well he got 15 goals in all comps so it was a decent return but at the same time he fluffed a lot of chances and he doesn't always get in the best positions in the box so it's a learning process for him still even though he's 25 26 when you're adjusting to new positions it will take a minute so I think that this being his second season and we saw we saw great glimpses yesterday from Toronto, and i'm sure we might get to that but i have a lot of faith that this guy is gonna be the starter and that you'll have arnautovic coming into matches in a way that i don't want to compare it exactly but kind of like how ibrahimovic and Giroud kind of can come into matches for milan you know you have a guy who can come in he can hold up the ball late on and then he can come in and be a thread in the box potentially with headers we've saw we've seen him score headers against us uh i think the the radu game he got the equalizer against us from the head from this yeah. from a header Over so, the yep so mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i think i have a lot of faith and we'll get to the transfer market if correa leaves and you bring in someone like alexis then i think you could argue that the striking department at least stayed the same quality as it was last season maybe a slight downgrade but it, okay. it getting rid of correa is a big deal for me yeah that's, I, that's like that's i don't like... rate him at all
1: that's like addition by subtraction right there. Yes, um, that's 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 a, that's a that's a discussion I'm I'm looking forward to. We're we're definitely going to have that. Yes. So let's let's wrap up the game then. Um, yeah. I want you guys to give me uh who you guys believe uh, the top performers were in in the match yesterday, and um who are you looking forward to seeing in the next match against Cagliari next week, and then we can touch on the, the transfer market going forward.
0: I think Fertesi, uh was missing yesterday. Or at least a player like him. Um, I have to say I'm not the biggest fan of Fratesi or mm. I'm a skeptic. I'm usually someone that's like wary of players like that that coming that, that are coming from lesser clubs, especially as we've seen as we have seen the case with uh, Atalanta. You sign Gosens, you sign you can sign the best player in the world, and he can flop at Inter. I don't know what's the case if it's Atalanta or the Serie in general. But we've seen Sensi coming in from uh, Sassolo and settling in right away. We've seen Fratesi at least from the preseason, from what I've seen. He has settled in immediately and he understands the role that he holds. Um, I like him from what I've seen, I have to be honest. And I cannot wait to see more of him. I think he will be such an addition uh, to the team, especially considering you have him instead of Mkhitaryan in the starting lineup. You have yeah. Pratesi who is coming in late in the box and who can actually strike the ball the ball pretty well and score decent goals, decent amount of goals. Yeah. You have Varela, a world-class player. You have Solkanoglu who has proven so many people wrong. And I a class player. So you have a trio, a trident of players that can actually make a difference. When you compare that to Lautaro and whoever else is in front, uh, alongside Lautaro. I think that's a threat in of itself because i love roswich i really do respect his abilities but he's not uh, a goal scorer but he's, yeah. so when you subscribe uh, when you put everything aside i think comparing the two they're more different than similar and whoever else partners lotar up front is going to have an easier job because you have actually midfielders they can strike the ball they can score a goal and are not afraid to go into the box and actually showcase their abilities. So,
1: no, I agree with you on that point. Um, I was I was definitely surprised to see that he came on as late because especially after we got that second goal, I think that was around the 60th or 65th minute, something like that. I was sure that he was gonna pull off Mictarian and 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 um throw on Fartesi for a good 30 minutes cameo. Instead, he chose to to bring him on as a um um as 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 a striker i guess well instead of uh bringing on korea he brought on Fratesi. Yeah. so he chose to pack the midfield and go 3511 or something of the sort um but yeah joe go ahead um give me your 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 overall take on the game who you feel like the, the 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 best performers were um and like risto said is there somebody that you were expecting to see that you didn't
2: see A little disappointed we didn't see aslani um it's
1: 3-0 Juve, by the way.
2: Oh great. Um, uh, I'm a little disappointed we didn't see Aslani. Um even though Hakan was in fine form yesterday, in my opinion, man of the match. Um but I think with to kind of back up on Hirstos point about Fratesi, he completes the midfield, in my opinion. You have Barella who can do it all. You have Hakan who can play that Regista role, contribute defensively quite quite well, actually. We saw it yesterday. Yeah. And you have Fertesi who can bomb into the box and absolutely score maybe in a good year, in a great year, 10 to 15 goals. Maybe you think maybe five to ten this season. But I I guess that also kind of piggybacks back off the point that I'm not the biggest fan of Mikatarian starting. I, mean, I like Mkhitaryan. Um I think he contributes something. I think he holds up possession well. I think he does many things well. He carries the ball, passes it on well. It's just that I don't think at his age and where he is in his career, that that guy should be a starter for this no, for Scudetto winning team. I'm this with you 100%,
1: trying. no, 100%. That's a very, very, very good point. And um, I don't think, um, well, I can't say that with confidence, but that's why I'm saying I don't think, I don't think that that's going to be uh, the midfield going forward having Corian as a starter. You know, um, although Fratesi has been here long enough for for us to say that, hey, he's already he's already been here for over a month with with Inzaghi, and he's uh, he's scored some goals, and he looks like he's fitting in with the squad. So why not start him? You know, so. You may be thinking that maybe uh inzaghi still feels like he needs to work on some stuff that's why he doesn't trust him quite yet but let's wait a couple a couple more matches to see if by the time um let's say the 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 derby comes after the international break is still Mikatarian, then we could start really questioning fratizi or what is inzaghi seeing that he doesn't like yeah. but uh, in, in general um for me personally uh the match my 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 biggest performers were probably um i was i was happy to see Devry. he he kind of turned back the clock a little bit we saw we saw a very good devry you know we kind of forgot how good this guy was for us before he had his dip mainly due to injuries and also he had personal issues going on in his personal Mm -hmm. life you know, um, I was happy to see him, Hakan, I was happy to see him take that register role and make it his own. Not only with the distributing, but also that that goal saving tackle that he made. Yeah. You know, that's that's something that Brozovic really did for us, and Hakan is really making it his own. I, I, I was happy to see that, and also like you mentioned, Joe, I, I was happy. I was hoping to see Aslani get some minutes. He he wasn't able to get on the pitch. Uh, hopefully I mean there'll be plenty of matches to, to go so I'm sure uh, yeah his his time will come
2: he's gonna get more um, time than last season for sure
1: I know for sure for sure I would hope so I mean at that point yeah. like Inzaghi has no other choice but to but to play him to replace I mean unless he wants to play Barella as a regista, we've seen him try it out a couple of times you know um but okay let's 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 pivot a little bit here uh let's talk about the transfer market uh i mean i'm sure you guys have all gone on the roller coaster of, of the Pavard news just the last three days you know um we went from thursday the rumors started okay that we may be interested in Pavar. okay nobody made anything of that. okay yeah we're always interested in players then friday it started heating up like hey listen uh we made an offer the player wants to come to enter and he, he he's, he's also interested in probably going to man united and then friday afternoon we have this guy in Germany, which I'm sure Joe will Joe will definitely address because I'm seeing I've seen him on your feed. Who comes out very with, with his muscle, with all his authority, like he's the Don of Don, saying, "Hey, listen, pavard has to stay, you know, because somebody else is leaving. You know, the club is not letting them move, you know, so the deal is off." And then a little bit after that, we have uh, DiMarcio saying he doesn't know anything about uh, the deal being off or part of staying, as far as he knows, we're still negotiating. Well, fast forward, the latest news is that it's getting closer, that we have made an, an improved offer, and that it's a matter of them getting a replacement right now. They're hoping for it to close tomorrow. So I'll start with you, Joe. Um, tell me, how, you, how do you feel about, um, first, Pavar Is that a player that you even want? Is that a player that you rate? And yes. tell me how you feel about the, the roller coaster we've been on.
2: Let's start with the roller coaster. Um... Florian Pledenberg, or whatever you say his name, he's an embarrassment. Yes. Um, yes. he's an absolute embarrassment. Um he, he thinks of himself as like the German Gianluca Di Marzio, but he's he's clearly nothing. I mean yeah. it, to tweet to tweet that the deal is off. Yeah, like he that was his tweet. The tweet is it's still up. You can you can see it if you want to. Go to his yeah. Twitter page. It's just like deal's off, he's not coming to enter, just like even the german sources were just like what's this guy talking about yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like it, it didn't it, it it was very strange um and let, let's just say if this deal goes through we're coming for him um but <laughs> he's, he's gonna learn about inter twitter Trust oh me. yes yes he will <laughs> um but um you know it's just it's, it was frustrating at first, but then you started, it settled in and it was fine. But to move on to Pavard, the player,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he's perfect, in my opinion, as a center back for Inzaki. Um, you, you could not, other than Alessandro Bastoni and maybe Yasco Guardiol, you cannot make a better defender for this system he's he roams forward while he's a former he started his career i believe as a fullback he's yes. played he served fullback with france and others he's not he's he i he always i remember tweeting during the world cup or maybe even before that maybe the euros this guy is not a fullback he's a center back and because you would always just see he's so limited as a fullback um but as a center back especially a wide center back in a back three he comes to life I absolutely love him in that position. Yes. You sign him, the schedule race is on, in my opinion. Wow.
1: That's, those are very strong words. And I and I and I agree. I'll I'll go after Aristo. Aristo, same question for you, bro. Um first, um, tell me, how do you feel about Pavar? Is that a player that you want? Is that a player that you rate? And secondly, um, how do you feel about the roller coaster we've gone on uh fresh off uh the, the submersive melodrama
0: it always was and will be passing Inter. Mm-hmm. like it's just your DNA as a club uh, we expect nothing less we expect nothing more uh, I like Povar. I think he'll fit in very well the price that we are getting is honestly really good considering uh, Torino is asking 40 million for the, the Dutch guide sure sir
1: Come on, yeah 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 because uh, they bought him last year
0: yeah but still 40 million for one good season we're talking about yeah. 30 million 33 million uh, with bonuses for a world cup winner for yeah. a player that yeah. started in the world cup played in the uh, in the final played for Bayern Munich in the Champions League in in Bundesliga like there, there are levels to the game and if anyone reached those levels it's definitely Povar. Joe pointed out that he was and he plays mostly as a right back. And from what I've seen, the reports uh, that Bayern are uh, looking for a right back instead of a center back shows that he was used mostly as a side a yeah. And he'll fit in perfectly in that position as a right sided center back. He's perfect player for the position. He's the perfect screen replacement. You're paying Honestly, uh, a really good price for someone that has so much experience and that has gone through so many games. He has experience, yet he's young. For a defender, he's young. Yeah. What he offers is exactly what we need. So, I'm all in for the signing. There's honestly, there's no, there's no bad side to look at the deal because you're getting someone for 30, for less than what thirty-five million. The, the, I think like keep tweeted like yep. 20 minutes ago that the deal is for 28 million euros plus five, mil bonuses. Yeah. Oh, really? So that's mm-hmm. 33 million in total. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Pavara, about the deal. I cannot wait for the deal to get done, especially after we saw how unhappy Pavara was in the last game. Blair, yeah. yeah. I know Dave, so. you were, you were doing this through uh, the
1: photos no, and the reports definitely definitely and um i mean it kind of sucks cuz come to find out um that game was against uh, i think a, a club a fan club it was them playing against a, the munich fan club so they were playing some fans and there was also a clip of him losing his cool I, like i think a guy tackled him or something like that and he almost fought that fan and somebody was like uh one of the bayern fans tweeted like yeah this guy is almost ready to fight fans we got to ship him out you know but um yeah, Pavard, man, that's a player that I, I dream of. And um I, I I I tried not to tweet about him because I knew that uh man man you and also Arsenal were interested. And of course, you know, both club, both those clubs, they they can flex some financial muscles that we don't even have in our bodies, you know. So uh for that reason, I didn't want to get my hopes up and end up heartbroken or disappointed or whatever the case may be. But Seeing the the latest reports that he even he's even saying no to Man United and preferring to come to us—that's the kind of stuff that I love to hear, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm never surprised. For some reason, teams—I mean, players always want to come to enter. you know. Like the last four or five years, we've built something that players have been choosing us over deals that they can make better. I mean, more money or whatever the case may be. But um, tactically, man, this guy—you guys have said it, man. He's a perfect right center back if you were to make a right center back in a lab that would be it you know it's just like bastoni having bastoni on the right hand side he can carry the ball his crossing ability he could do those those cross field uh, balls that bastoni does to barella you know he can do that and you know of course i'm sure we've all seen that goal that he scored in the world cup you know like a guy having a center back that can strike a ball like that that tells you the amount of technique that he has and I'm sure that once we start fit, uh, facing those Serie A, the um, lower black defenses that are usually tough to break down, having Inzaghi have Serbi be the only center back and have Bastoni and Pavar pushing up on each wing to overlap with either uh, Dumfries or DeMarco, oh my God, this football is gonna be beautiful to watch, guys. It's gonna be beautiful. And I feel like he he's, he's a dream signing and it, that will make everything okay as far as missing out on some artists and also um, um Skamaka in my opinion that, that's how much i feel about it and hopefully we do get it over over the the, the line since the the latest news are, are positive
2: so uncle sharma's saying something any concerns about his attitude heard bad things i have not heard bad things um if there is something wrong with his attitude i mean he is French, um, but, <laughs> so um, there is always that, so.
1: Oh, I mean, for sure, I, I, I feel the same way. I, I've personally, honest to God, I would say it if I, if I did know. I've never, I haven't heard anything. Of course, if anything, uh, the, he's, he's pouting right now and he's not yeah. being the most professional. That's the most I've seen about it. And I guess from a Baron fan's perspective, even if the player wants to leave you, you never want to see that. But of course, uh, we're biased right now. We Inter fans. We we want to see him show his discontent to, to move to push the move forward. Now, if there is if there is more if there are more character issues beyond that, uh, I'll definitely look into it and hopefully it's not something that becomes an issue in the locker room. Risto, have you heard anything about him? I've not
0: no, but my question is: Have we ever shied away from signing a player that had a Bad attitude. For God's sake, we've had Balotelli when he was young. We've had Mar- marco Arnautovic and Boltele in the same season, winning the Champions League, and them two being together. We have Arnautovic now. We've had Ibrahimovic. We've had Icardi and his whole whole like family and three ancestors before that. So we have not shied away from any any player, considering that you know my main motive here and my main question is besides everything is that mm. they want to be here they could well sign for man united if they wanted to
1: for more they
0: money so why would you behave badly when you've made the choice i know that can uh, that something can lead and something can happen in the future but as of now i think his desire is much more intense and much more um to the point than anything else I think that will prevail uh, and that out of everything yeah
1: you no know, I was saying um Sharma if, if you can leave us another comment and uh, like give us a little more detail I mean that's something that I would definitely like to to get Absolutely. into you know but um shamelessly I want to add um like I feel like being in this financial situation that we are we're in um we're not in the position to be passing up on players for attitude especially you know. like a, a world-class player like he is, you know, cause to me, he's still a world-class right center back. And in this system, he will prove it this season.
2: To me, he's a better, he's even a better fit for the Inzagi center back role than Skriniar was, in yes. terms of how he can move forward and progress up the pitch. Um, now maybe Skriniar is slightly better defensively, but yeah. in terms of for this role, perfect.
1: No, you, you're 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 hitting the, the the nail right on the head, and um, it may sound like we're saying that because we're bitter Inter fans and how it ended with Skriniar or whatever the case may be. But let's not forget that uh, Screener was on the fringe with Conte and they they were about to to sell him. Um, he, it was close to to Tottenham or whatever the case may be because he was having he was struggling to fit in as a right center back. Of course, credit to him, he put in the work, and then by the by the time he he was leaving Inter, he was one of the best at the roles, but he still looked clunky and he lacked the, the technical ability to do it, you know. Uh, but Pavard, in my opinion, I'll, I have no no shame saying it, that would be an upgrade on on screen here. I agree. All right, so yep, let's let's move on then. Since we're still talking about some some transfer news uh, today, I'm not sure how much uh, how credible it is, but there's news that Torino may be interested in in um, in Korea, and um, possibly getting them on loan with an option to buy 20 25 million, which is amazing if we get back for this guy, considering um, he, he he's been dead on our bench, in my opinion. And um, it's also being reported that if we do move on from him, we will be bringing back our guy, Alexis Sanchez. Joe, you touched on that a little bit. Um, um, I'll, I'll throw it to you first. Uh, how do you feel about El Tuku or, or Grill Master possibly leaving? And also, how do you feel about bringing back Alexis Sanchez? Is that something you'd be OK
2: with? Yeah, it's going to be an end to the Jerry Mancini jokes. Um, <laughs> but but um, you know, I I really don't like Correa. I, I when the signing was made I tried to be as optimistic as possible, but I never really saw it. Yeah. Um and you know it's addition by subtraction, definitely. I don't care if we have to pay some of his wages for him to go away. I, I don't care. I don't you expect
0: the guy. I I, <laughs> I, I,
2: I <laughs> <surprise> him. <laughs> no, like <laughs> it's totally addition by subtraction here I don't care if he's replaced by Esposito just get him out um (laughs) and I and I despise Esposito too but um the thing is I saw a comment earlier that said you know do you want Alexis back even though he took forever and we missed out on Dybala because of him sure that was the case but I'm willing to let bygones be bygones here. Alexis had a great season last year for Marseille. Um, He got like 14, 15 goals, something like that, maybe even more. Um, He was great. He was great for them. Um, I take him in a heartbeat. As a fourth striker, absolutely.
1: All right, Risto, it's it's you, man. Um, I, I I know you're not a big Korea guy either probably not, you probably don't dislike him as much as Joe does, but go ahead, tell me how do you feel? Same question. How do you feel about him possibly leaving? Um, Who's going to man the grill on the barbecues? Because we want to see the the barbecue pictures, you know? And um, also, how do you feel about bringing back uh, Alexis two years after paying him to leave? It would be an interesting thing to do. it?
0: It has interwritten all over it. Mm -hmm. i love alexis i've i've been alexis fan since his days of with inez and when he left for barcelona in 2011 he broke my heart i was in so much pain because i wanted to see sanchez and uh pazzini back then it would have been a fucking fairytale that did not happen his first thing that Inter was decent we got him for peanuts and he's he's a very good player we're talking about Syria. Let's not fool, fool ourselves. Syria is not like the the best league in the world. I love it. I enjoy it as much as any other league, and probably more. I love the shit house rate that,
1: <laughs> the league
0: and yes. it makes the league what it is. I, I I to go back to the point is that I don't like Korea. He's he he. The only guy that actually likes him is probably Sharma.
1: <laughs>
0: and that tells you a lot. Like one type of
1: person <laughs> or um, Hey, No no of slander, all right? We're not going to tolerate that. I just don't agree with, with his taste sometimes,
0: but
2: <laughs> we cannot
0: agree and we are allowed to. Um, I'm not sure whether Sanchez should return to Inter. I like him as a player, but I'm not sure whether uh, he's, you know, I don't know. If he's ready to return in a sense that we'll have two players that are actually like quite old. How old is he? 20, 34,
2: 35,
0: 34, 33, 34. Uh, is 34 as well. So two players with the age of 34, uh, we have Mkhitaryan in the midfield, uh, as the first substitution that is also 32, 33, 34, whatever he is. And
1: there's a therapy.
0: The only yeah I with uh, the only concern I have is the is the age. If Marotta and company and all the directors think he's fit enough, and if they gave him away back then because he didn't fit the system, fair enough. If they went and gave him what year two years ago, uh, because he was old and he was finished, and now bringing him back as two years older uh, as a two year older player than he was back then it's
1: no but virtual yeah no to 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 jump into that um i don't feel like the way i remember it we, we weren't getting rid of him because he was old and he was finished it's because he was probably the second or third highest yeah. earner on the team as a bench player you know what i mean and um we, we were we just couldn't afford there was a luxury to be paying him the, the wages that we were paying um but the way i feel is um I, I'm with Joe. Like I, when when we first brought in Correa, I was optimistic because I do have this bias. I'll, I'll admit it that I feel like any striker could do good in our system. Just I feel like a two a two man striker system in general, and especially ours with the amount of chances that we create. Any striker should and could do well in it. So I thought Korea would probably have career years in in our system, and that failed. You know, so if we can get rid of him. Um, goodbye but my only question mark with Sanchez would probably not even his fitness because as Joe said he just had a great season for Marseille considering his age and I would definitely take him as a bench player come in and play 10 minutes 15 minutes for us and I'm sure he can have an impact my only question mark for him is the wage because uh we know that he's a guy that doesn't play with his money and um he's not gonna he's not gonna take a pay cut for you but if if he can come and decent wages 2.5 3 million even um let's say he replaces whatever courier was making um I'd be okay with it because this season it should be a season that we focus on going to get that second star man so bringing players that are that have experience and can contribute right away I'm, I'm all for going all in for it right now and then letting, letting it go after a couple of years
2: so 3 million net so that's not bad at all and if he's even willing to cut that which he may even be because we're so late in the window hmm. that's that's pretty good for a striker that's not I bad. Would do that at all no, and, and,
1: and, i'm sorry and it's also been reported that he's he's um he's turned down some offers because he wants to wait for us or what whatever the case
2: yeah yeah i mean it's it's not I don't think it's going to be an insurmountable wage. He certainly he took a big cut when he went to Marseille. To Marseille. So yeah. yeah. So I don't think that's going to be a problem. Um, I just I think he's one of the most. Obviously, he's not his peak anymore. But I agree with Fristo that I loved him when he was younger. I think he's he's one of the most underrated players of his generation. Um, and he was he was um, at Arsenal. He was amazing at Barcelona. He was great. So
1: for sure for sure uh well he...
2: first well, go ahead bro
0: go ahead go ahead or uh I just wanted to point out uh he's earning literally half of what Korea is earning Korea is on six million six point something so is on six half million net no way no no yes way. but I'm not sure
2: whether this is gross or not oh it it's might be gross, gross. yeah but still gross. but still that's that's a yeah. ton that's, too that's way too
1: much that's way too much for a guy that does nothing that's that that is way too much so in general like um just to wrap up uh the or Mercado talk that will mean that we will end up with Turam and Lotaro as our starters and then Arnautovic and um Sanchez as our backups uh Joe um I'll, I'll I'll ride with you I know you know ball and I'll, I'll take your take um I, let's let's hope that Turam can develop into that striker that we need since, again, he hasn't had much experience playing as a true striker. So, Risto, let's let's go through the comments, see if there's anything we can we can uh, ris- respond to or anything that could spark a quick conversation real quick. Before
0: just going back to Sharma's comments about him uh, having the whole Korea agenda and now trying to distance himself from... I was trying to distance himself. Uh, <laughs> uh, because <laughs> like, oh, I didn't say that. Should I go and, to, and, and, into your inters episodes and find the fucking episode? Of, uh, <laughs> he blames Nima. My mood?
2: <laughs> and he is right. Nima did say that Cray would be the surprise player of the season, or one a potential player of the season candidate. That is true. <laughs>
0: we and, should get. How about he, having Nima on the podcast and uh, and try my Nima biffing that off and settling judgment?
1: Yes. yes. Let them answer for themselves. <laughs> Go ahead. Go through some more comments, uh, yeah, guys. We we, we we thank you guys for for coming through. Um, I mean, I'm sure we uh, we're, we 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 just getting started. We haven't been as consistent as we've been with with trying to do it, and we had a lot of people coming in and commenting. Thank you, everybody, guys. Six point forty eight gross. That's too much. Okay,
2: so gross. That's still too much. So probably around four four point five million net. So it's still a lot
0: some people actually like players that are below the age of
1: 32 which is no I, um i agree with you Mons- uh, Monsen, um honestly uh but the thing is i feel like when you have uh Lotaro and turam who are both what 25 each i yeah, think it, it ba- 6, yeah it, it balances out you know it balances each other out
0: we have king, king darian, darian so what's that, up yeah two not living. <laughs>
2: I mean, we'll this see is possible. The, we'll see the rumors are legitimate. So, they're heating up.
1: We have let's say let's hope so cuz I, I remember there there were summers where there were the, we had legitimate offers for Gagliardini and he started talking about some his family is settled, he doesn't want to move. This <laughs> is that. Like this guy literally decided, you know what? I'm going to stay on the bench and just run out my contract.
2: I have 3.5 million in that. Okay.
1: Yeah. Nick Snox
0: <laughs> We have People that are actually calling out Sharma as well. Imagine my shock.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of people. A lot of people have proof on you, Sharma. I'm sorry, I can't defend it. <laughs> <laughs> we have
0: comments about that they are actually celebrating Korea's living, and uh, some of them are not believing the news that he's living. Which no, is quite I, I, I,
1: I'm kind of, I'm kind of on that. I'm kind of on that wagon as well. I don't think the guy wants to go and play football and shine and develop, well, not develop even, or have his best season. I feel like he's comfortable in Milano, a beautiful city in, in the middle of Italy, in the north of Italy, uh, fat, fashionable, fashionable capital of the world. He's staying next to his one of his best friends, Lotharo. Every time we have the little barbecues, he's the one that's on the grill. Like, I think his life is complete and he's not gonna leave, man. I feel that way and
2: I can't see him leave. Yeah, I I I think it's 60/40 that he stays, but fingers crossed.
1: Okay, 60/40. I could I could ride with that. That's that's pretty close.
0: <laughs> if he I mean, does he want to like see out his contract or he wants to start because at Inter there's less and less chance of him starting. He's literally like the fourth option.
1: I don't think he cares honestly. What do you think, Joe? I feel like he's one of those guys who's satisfied being a bench player in a good city, making great money, you know, his family's happy, whatever.
2: It could be I think Inzaghi yesterday that was trying to send him a message though. Um that subtler, is true. By that saying is true. I'm not even subbing you on. We're going 3511. Um that was very un-Inzaghi. He doesn't usually switch from a 352 that often. Um so i think it was a subtle message to correa um that i don't want you here this is how much you're gonna play which is not <laughs> very much mm-hmm. and please fuck off no i agree i,
1: think, I agree especially yeah. because um we've it's, it's kind of been assumed that he has some kind of loyalty to Korea because that's his boy from latio or whatever but yeah him saying you know what i rather I'd rather sub on a, a midfielder instead of subbing you on that was that was a pretty pretty big pretty big message I'm sure he picked he picked up on that I hope he did at least
2: even be he subbed on before Korea so
1: Ander Twine, what's up bro yeah we have
0: so many people <clears throat> that are actually interested in the whole uh Korea Alexis
1: drama yeah um, we touched on that so I, I hope we, we we answered your question I we all, we're all for it and at the right wages and hopefully a short contract as well. What is everyone's opinions in the comments and everyone that listens to the podcast
0: on the other platforms after it is uploaded? Because I'm actually curious as to how people see this issue. If we have both uh, Alexis Sanchez and Korea on a similar salary, would you take Korea alone as a, with an option to buy to any Korea team? or anyone else, and uh, bringing Sanchez back for probably a little money, like a, a small sum of money.
1: Like, what's... No, that, that may end up being an issue for us, for real. Um, If we do send him um, on loan with option, and of course, he, he doesn't get um, purchased, and then we end up being stuck with both okay. him and Alexis. You know, like, what do you think, Joe?
2: well i think that alexis would probably come on a one plus one or a one-year deal um so i don't think that'd be that much of a problem no Uh, i definitely
1: love that for sure
2: yeah i don't think it's gonna be a huge commitment for alexis this time around um
1: (laughs) saeed alexis the lambo (laughs) well yeah i do do miss those twit those tweets you know like yeah you have a, a lion and you put the lion in the cage. You can't. Play, like he's always yeah. saying something
0: like that. <laughs> it's, but, um, It's all, all funny games. Uh, but sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Having Pavart in defense alongside Vran Bastoni, having actually two decent players in both uh, Dumfries and Cuadrado. I think it's gonna make the whole uh issue that we've had last season much more bearable. Because now you have four wing bags that actually can play instead of the two um, that were <laughs> eligible to play last season. Because Gossens yeah. seems seemed uninterested and Villanova seemed like he's not capable of
1: very, very, very good point. And actually um we we, we, we didn't mention Carlos Augusto. Um, he made he made his debut, and, um, I mean, nothing flashy, nothing spectacular, but he he was at the center of a couple of chances, like that third goal that almost happened with if it wasn't for that last second tackle. You know, he has pace. He seems to be one of those players. He plays simple, and then he has the pace, and he, he can also play left center back. So I'm sure we'll see a lot of him. Um, and also, Cuadrado, you know, he's so we have two functional um substitutes at, at the wing back positions as well for sure for sure okay take
2: on the band too no for sure
1: absolutely absolutely we'll but okay now, now let's talk about going forward guys I want to see you I want to hear you guys prediction for the next match against Cagliari and then we'll, we'll wrap it up after that I'll, I'll start with you Joe well
2: I think Cagliari they might struggle to stay up this season. Um, they've had a decent Mercato, but nothing special. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's in Cagliari, I believe, right?
1: Uh, I didn't check. Is it?
2: Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, so I'm going to say three, one, we do struggle there at times. Um, we kind of scrape victories out there, so yeah. we'll see. I, I'm confident of a victory though.
1: How about you, Risto? How do you feel? Are, are, are you scared of the island? Last five matches,
0: four wins for Inter. Out of the four wins, three wins were 3-1 for Inter. And one was 2-1 for Inter. Uh, all three, all, all five games have uh, been 4-4 four, four goals. We have 4-4, four, 3-3, four, three, three, 4 goals. So a lot of goals, both teams are willing to score. I think this time around, Inter is having a breeze. We'll have a breeze because Cagliari's team, from what I've seen on paper at least, doesn't seem like a a Serie A Serie A 11, Serie A team. I think considering Inter has one game under their their belt and against Monza, who from a stat I've seen since January has won um, the third most points in Serie a, uh away games. So it's a huge, huge deal to win against Monza. I'm, I'm on paper, amongst a Monza team that actually has a decent team, I would say a mid table team, with a lot of investments, a lot of potential to grow. I think 2-0 pointer, a breeze and finally going into um the, the other week. And
1: we have Cagliari and then let me check because after we we have Fiorentina after that, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to actually go ahead and extend my predictions, especially for Joe, since um, we're not gonna have Joe on with us next week. So I wanna see your thoughts. Since, uh, uh, let me give my quick thoughts on Cagliari to get it out the way. I feel like it's gonna be a comfortable win for us, probably a two nil or a three nil, uh, but it's gonna be much easier. Uh, much because uh, um, they, they're fresh off the the Sierra B and they haven't spent that much money I feel like Joe said they're gonna have a hard time staying up and we're, we're, we we're should make some quick work of them um so yeah let's extend it a little bit to, to Fiorentina as well because they look very good in their in their match yesterday which I happened to watch uh how do you feel about our our third match against Fiorentina Joe let's get our, your prediction on that as well while we have you
2: on that's at Sancero I believe so yeah but Mm. still that's gonna be very tough we lost that match last season uh but that was during a very rough period for us Mm -hmm. um I think because we're playing against an Italiano team we're gonna get a lot of chances yeah um it's just a matter of then not conceding because Fiorentina have very dangerous especially after signing Beltran they have Nico Gonzalez. They have they have a lot of options in attack for sure. um and it's about just not conceding i remember i think last season with the Mikatarian late winter it was the four three i it wouldn't surprise me if it's another match kind of like that where it's kind of like a track meet um i would i'm gonna be optimistic and say four two but it's it's one where it's gonna be Pretty difficult to keep a clean sheet. Okay, no, I agree with that one hundred percent. risto give
1: me give me your thoughts on Fiorentina, man. How do you feel about or or match against Fiorentina?
0: I don't know what to think honestly because the, those kinds of matches can go can go both ways. Mm-hmm. But from I've seen, from what I've seen, Fiorentina have assigned some really good players. I don't think losing Cabral is that kind of a big deal because Cabral was. Kind of dog shit last season
1: yeah he's
0: not like my favorite player ever uh i quite like their team s- and look i think we're gonna win the match as joe said it's tough to keep a clean sheet but no one knows uh what to make of it because inter can go some like a long stretches without conceding a goal and winning the match comfortably and then you'll see inter Struggling to to keep their to to keep a clean sheet, so I think two one win, it's a it's a big possibility, a huge possibility.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it could be uh it could be more of a track meet because they they just put they put in what they put three goals past uh, I think Bologna they were playing yesterday. no not Bologna uh,
2: Genoa Genoa
1: they played Genoa yesterday oh, yeah. uh and they they could have scored five or six goals you know. And um, I feel like early in the season, we we seem to, under Inzaghi, we were a slow starter, especially on defense. Although yesterday it didn't look like the case. I can see it being a game. I'll say we win it 3-1, enter. Um, of course, I'll never predict a, a loss, but that, that's how I feel. Um, so, Yeah that's that's all we got for now uh I want to thank everybody um in the comments for, for for tuning in with us everybody even if you didn't get to comment out we appreciate it we want to thank Joe for joining us and this was a very fun episode I'm looking forward to doing it with, with you again if you if you if you'd like to come on 100 I, I
2: had a blast
1: okay we'd be more than happy to have you again and um I can't wait to, to listen back to this episode Ristol you figured out your your um your sound issues throughout the episode we want to commend you for that you kept working like a madman as we were recording but we got the good sound out the way so good episode um go ahead and go and and let us let us go with the intro if you can please
0: for sure thanks thanks (laughs) everyone